Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, welcome back to our discussion on Lisk, the Long Island serial killing. Each week we try to bring discussion to the horrible chain of events that has occurred on Long Island, still unsolved mystery of who the person or persons responsible for 10 to 16 deaths, I, I believe more, but the 10 to 16 folks that we know of, that we know uh, should be part of an investigation, but never really was a big priority for our politicians out there, specifically our county executive, Steve Ballone, who's done nothing but try to cover up this situation. I will point out some things, and I'm repeating myself, but for folks that are just joining us, I think it's important for them to understand. We, we started a list series here on LI News Radio, several years back and we did up to uh, you know 46 different interviews on this and 46 different shows I didn't do any monologue and the reason I'm getting into it now is because I we, we've got to get down to to something we've got to start getting a dialogue going among people which we are by the way we're getting a tremendous amount of interest from this, I know it because I walk into a bagel store or I'll walk into Carvel and I'll walk into something and somebody always says something to me. And strangers, I mean, people that I, I guess know me or that I've met somewhere along the line or they saw me on some kind of social media situation or, or has heard me, you know, people, we're not a visual medium here and still people come up to me every single day and say something about this. And one of the things that everyone agrees with, I mean, everyone agrees with, is, is that there's a cover-up. And the cover-up was led, and I think this is an absolute fact, by our county executive, Steve Ballone, and his hand-picked police chief, James Burke, Jimmy Burke. I know both men pretty well over the years, over 20 years, both of them. And they covered up a serial killing, you know, an investigation for a serial killing. And the first show that we did coming back, we asked the question, why? Why did they do this? Well, since then, we've covered a lot of ground and we've spoken about a lot of things. And some people might say, well, why Balone? Why are you focusing on Balone now? And the big reason is he's lifted his head and he's decided that he will be running for governor if Andrew Cuomo doesn't run for governor. So Steve Ballone is going to run for governor, which gives us an opportunity to ask Steve Ballone questions. So, Steve, I hope you're listening. I assume you are. And from what I understand, you are. And you're listening. So I'm going to talk directly to you at certain points because you're the one who's covered this thing up. Steve, it's, it's a serial killing, right? No one's picking on you. This is a serial killing, and you covered it up 
You put your buddy, Jimmy Burke, in there, and you immediately got rid of anybody who had an investigation going before and who understood anything about the investigation before and you wanted to hear nothing from them. Specifically, former Commissioner Richard Dormer, who's passed recently, but we have him on record, we have him on tape, saying exactly that. He wasn't asked any, he wasn't debriefed. And Dominic Verone, who I've spoken to you know, privately, he's never been on the show, but I mean, I, I think he said publicly to so many people, he was uh, he was asked to retire. We've spoken about this quite a bit. Retire before Steve Malone took office, and nobody wanted to know what he and the FBI and Richard Dormer and the rest of the the fine folks and Suffolk County's PD learned about this investigation. Instead, Steve Malone immediately put his buddy Jimmy Burke in as police chief, and they immediately went to getting the FBI out of the investigation. Okay, so I repeat myself over and over because everyone has to understand this. This is how it all started out. The next thing that happened that I know of is missing persons was uh, was sent out, and they were basically sent out with some some pictures, some photos of of dead sex workers, young women that were in their 20s, maybe early 20s, certainly nobody over 30, and they, they went around, I think, to 13 houses that I could find. And again, I'm asking everybody, right? I think 13 houses, the majority of those houses were people that were over 70 years old who wouldn't have met these women at one of the parties that we hear about, the notorious parties of Oak Beach and Gilgo Beach. It's no way an 82-year-old woman is going to see that woman. So it's ridiculous, right? It's absolutely, it was absolutely a joke. But this is what Ballone and his hand-picked police chief, Jimmy Burke, did. So I'll reiterate, the cops in Suffolk County are great. We have the best police force that you could ever imagine. It is not them. It is not the men and women in Suffolk County that have anything to do with covering this up. Certainly some, you know, that were subservient to, to Ballone and Burke uh, had to be uh, part of it, obviously, but the for the most part, the cops in Suffolk County are excellent. And by the way, I know a lot of you are listening. I want to reiterate that as much as possible. We got a great police force here. But Steve Ballone, politician in charge, the county executive, had his buddy, Jimmy Burke, basically together, they kicked out the FBI and Jerry Hart said it to Aaron Moriarty, multiple award-winning journalist, broadcast journalist, CBS 48 Hours, she said, we were asked to leave by Jimmy Burke, part of the Ballone administration. So here we go. We, we asked the question why. I'm going to give you a big why this week. And I've got a lot of lot of whys, a lot of questions. But one of the one of the things that happened, and it's it's going to further tie this whole discussion together with Steve Ballone and his childhood chum, his best friend now, his best friend forever. As a child, they grew up on Mossy Street in North Babylon together. Bobby Strickoff. Now, Bobby Strickoff purchased a house, we spoke about this, from 
Harry Feingold, who had done ten years in in prison, and uh, well, he's a, he's an interesting character, you know, for sure. The ten years that he was convicted of was for drug trafficking. Uh, Bobby Strickoff met him somewhere prior to the May two thousand and four date that he purchased his house, fifty eight Savannah Walk in Oak Beach, and he purchased it for $400,000 more than it was assessed at, which is highly unusual. And we're getting to that. More and more, we're getting to answer the question of why that happened. And in the next couple of weeks, I think we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna shock some people. Uh, not Bobby. Bobby knows what he did. Bobby, if you're listening, we know you know what you did. And Steve Ballone, you know what Bobby did. And, uh, you know, you're his best friend. <laughs> Trust me. You know what's going on. But let's talk about something that happened on September 5th, 2014. Now, this is Balone and Strickoff, and they're reported by everyone. And, and again, I don't want to cause trouble in families to these guys, but let me just say this. The closest people in the world to one or both of these men have said these words, and I said it last week, they have a sick relationship. One woman told me personally, very close to Bobby Strickoff, she said, Steve Ballone and Bobby Strickoff have a sick, sick, sick relationship. Three times, three sick. So anyway, all right, so let's, let's talk about September 6th, 2014, and what happened there. The Babylon Town Democratic Committee, which was headed up by Strickoff, and Ballone was the former supervisor, now county executive, the new regime, or is still part of the old regime there, was going through the books, and they found egregious misappropriation of funds from their chairman, Bobby Strickoff, best friend growing up of Steve Ballone, county executive. And when we talk about something being egregious, we're talking about $200,000, $250,000 missing. That, dead to right. By the way, he admitted, you know, this to, to people. He was dead, you know, he was dead in the water. There shouldn't have been much worry because, of course, Jimmy Burke was the police chief and had tremendous influence over the DA's office. By the way, still over the Tim Sinney DA's office, still is a tremendous Jimmy Burke presence there. Tremendous. It's, it's, it's the same administration, really. I mean, it's just a younger guy atop. Tom Spoda's not there anymore, and Tom Spoda's going to jail. Right? He's going to prison, and, and a new guy is taken over, and he's basically, it's, it's the same organization, right? Same organization, the same blood, the same set of folks there, and Tim Sinney runs the show at this point. It's just a younger guy atop. And, by the way, somebody that was handpicked by Steve Ballone. All right, so September, September 5th it was. The, the Babylon town Democrats basically said, we're not going to take it anymore, and they gave 11 boxes, 11 boxes 
of material that showed the misappropriation of funds from Strickoff as chair, who, by the way, as chair was making 25000 a year, but as executive director of the Babylon IDA, Industrial Development Agency, was making 120000 a year. So 145000 a year wasn't enough for Bobby. Bobby stole as much, and I, and I mean stole. I didn't slip and say that. Stole. It's just plain and simple here. They could show you the, they could show you the records. In fact, Joe Conway, uh, attorney Joe Conway, who used to be uh, a federal agent uh, for U.S. Attorney's Office, he, highly respected, was the attorney hired by the Babylon Democratic Committee to hand over this to Sp- Spoda and the Spoda DA's office, uh, who, by the way, wasn't particularly happy about this because, of course, Jimmy Burke had a tremendous, tremendous influence on there, and he was very close to Strickoff, very close to Ballone. These guys are, uh, are thick as thieves, and no, no question about it, but 11 boxes of materials went over and was spent, uh, sent to uh, Tom Spoda in the DA's office. Bobby Strickoff, a, a, a day after this, a day after this, um, was, well, let me, let me start with Ballone first. And again, coming back to their sick, sick, sick relationship. September 6th happens. And there are a couple of events. One was a North Babylon uh, Little League football or Pop Warner, whatever it is in North Babylon, parade. And they, and they do it down Deer Park Avenue. Ballone showed up there, and he's got tears in his eyes and panic in his heart and was panicking and was chasing people around and trying to explain to them to and beg them with tears in his eyes to get the material back from the DA's office. He followed the, the key people to the Deer, Park, um, the Deer Park Fire Department pre-9-11 event, September 6th, and you know, doing it a few, a few days early, and they had this wonderful event. The fire department did in, in Deer Park, and you know, somewhere around uh, 11.45, this uh, this all uh, this all occurred, and he begged, crying, almost hysterically, trying to keep his composure, but just losing it and begging and begging and begging, crying and begging to pull the material back from the DA's office and to save his buddy Bobby Strickoff. And, you know, maybe even, you know, more than a, who who knows, but his best friend growing up, his best friend now, to this day, begging, crying to save Bobby Strickoff. The next thing, next key event that happened is, well, first of all, he got, you know, different friends and lawyers to try to call and try to convince people to pull the investigation back. I don't know why 
he was so worried because Jimmy Burke was never going to allow them to get in trouble. The next big event that that occurred happened, and again, if I have these days, if I have these days wrong by a day or two, no, I don't think I do. As Friday, September twelfth, nine thirty in the morning, an attorney named Bill Wexler got a phone call. He got a phone call from Kathy Harris, who was an employee of the Babylon IDA, where Bobby Strickoff, best friend of Steve Ballone growing up and currently the best friend, was the executive director, $120,000 a year executive director of the IDA in Babylon. And she was asked to scrub, exact words, scrub the computers in the office. Now, I don't know why Strickoff, who's not brilliant, Ballone's an intelligent guy. Bobby Strickoff isn't a brilliant guy. I mean, I I know him. I'll tell you stories where you'll you'll just marvel how, I don't know, maybe socially awkward or whatever. It's just unbelievable. But on September 12th, Bill Wexler, a well-known attorney, gets a phone call and Kathy Harris said, hey, Please, um, tell me what to do here. Bobby Strickoff wants me to scrub the computers. So he said, well, d- don't do that by any means as a DA investigation. You can't, you can't go scrubbing computers and getting information off as they're, as they're going. So I guess she tells Bobby Strickoff. Bobby Strickoff scrambles down there, gets down to the, uh, the IDA building, which is 47 West Main Street in Babylon. And as he's getting there, two computers, or be, I think it's only two computers, were being taken out by the detectives. Bobby didn't get there quick enough. And I think last week I reported this wrong. I, I thought it was on Sunrise Highway or something. But it, 47 West Main Street in Babylon, the IDA building, it's the old town hall. Bobby Strickoff collapsed into the ground crying and screaming hysterically sort of like charlton heston at the end of the planet of the apes except much less cooler than that crying hysterically bobby strickoff was yelling things such as why are they doing this to me why are they doing and cried hysterically as his computers were taking out. Now, my question to you, and my question to everyone, is he had, from September 5th, when they knew the DA was going in there looking at them, September 5th, Friday, uh, was it Friday? September 5th, to... Friday the 12th, he had all that time to scrub his computers. And by the way, scrub what off of his computers? I'm going to tell you. And we're going to take a break in a second, and I'm going to tell you on the other side why so heavily. I'll tell you before. I'm not going to tease you. I'm not going to tease you. What was on those computers were not just 
numbers, not financial records, not just financial. Certainly was worried about that. But he had his buddy, Jimmy Burke, watching his back there, delaying and, and doing whatever he could with his influence in the DA's office. What he had there that he wanted Kathy Harris to scrub, probably, the main reason, is that he had an inordinate amount of porn on his computer, on his personal computer. And I mean, from what we understand from employees there, from people that worked with him at the town of Babylon, it was an absolute obsession with him. Now, my question to you, my question to all of you, is why would he react that way? And again, I know a little something more, right, from different people that worked for him, and they shared openly, I mean, uh, they openly shared his obsession with pornography. My question is if he was simply looking at something like Playboy or Playgirl, right, whatever, would he have collapsed into the ground screaming, why are they doing this to me? In an absolute panic that his computer was going to the DA's office. Here's my question. And Bobby, I'm going to ask you, because I know you're listening. Bobby Strickoff, what kind of porn did you have on there? Because if it was legal porn, would you have acted like that? Bobby Strickoff, what kind of pornography did you have on that computer? Now, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. It's not a rhetorical question. But the reaction you had, the reaction you had about trying to get that scrubbed off wasn't somebody that was going to be embarrassed that legal porn was on that computer. Bobby Strickoff, get your thumb out of your mouth. What kind of porn did you have on that computer? Steve Ballone. I'm going to ask you right now. Your best friend growing up, your best friend now, Steve Ballone, you're talking about running for governor of the state of New York. What kind of porn did Bobby Strickoff have on that computer? Why did he act that way? Why did you react that way? Steve, you remember your reaction when you found out they took Bobby's computer? Steve Ballone, do you remember your reaction when you found out they took Bobby's porn-filled computer to the DA's office? Steve Ballone, what kind of porn, what kind of pornography was on Bobby Strickoff's computer? Man up, Steve. Say, come out and make a statement. Come on this show. Release a statement and just say that you are certain that there was all legal pornography on Bobby Strickoff's confiscated computer and that he was just reacting the way he did, collapsed, broke down hysterically, screaming and crying. 
knowing that they were taking his computer, Steve Ballone put out a statement right now, right now, clarifying what kind of pornography was on Bobby's computer. Your best friend to this day, you know what was on there. I don't know what was on there. The audience doesn't know what was on there. Some people, by the way, by people, I mean folks that worked closely with Bobby Strickoff. Steve Ballone, what kind of pornography did Bobby Strickoff, your best friend, your best friend growing up, what kind of pornography did that guy have on his computer at the IDA that was taken away that day, September 12th, 2014, put out a statement, tell us right now that you believe it was all legal pornography on that computer. We may believe you. This isn't Wyoming. You're not running a Republican primary in a red state. Talking about running for governor in a very progressive state. If you tell everyone that your best friend, you're confident, your confidant, but you're confident that he had all legal pornography, nothing illegal on there, and that he was reacting that way for some other reason. You could survive this. Put out a statement, right? Steve Ballone, Mr. County Executive, put out a statement right now, right now, that you believe all the pornography on Bobby Strickwolf's confiscated computer was legal. We'll be back right after this. Frank McKay, you're listening to our LISC series. We'll be back right after this. Breaking it down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, you're listening to our LISC series. Our LISC series. Long Island serial killing. And hopefully, we're making some progress. I think we're in week nine. I'm very happy we're doing it. It's very dark. It's very disturbing. But hopefully, we're getting somewhere. Before the break, we talked about the raid on both the the Babylon... Well, actually, the, the Babylon IDA was, uh, was the raid, and that happened uh, much to the chagrin of our county executive and our future governor, if he, um, if he has his way, Steve Ballone. And his best friend growing up, and his best friend now, his confidant, his special friend, who, by the way, I think I said last week seven different people used the word sick. Some said sick, sick, sick. But his sick relationship with Bobby Strickoff. Before the break, I suggested that Steve Ballone explain the reaction of him, the breakdown that he was having on September 6th, probably September 5th too, when they first handed over the boxes. But September 6th, 
his reaction, trying to get people to change their verbiage to the DA's office and you know, basically <laughs> to pull back the investigation of his dear friend who has this very strange relationship by all accounts. I think I said seven people that I counted used the word sick. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up that number because since last week's show, at least 15 people, counting the first seven people, have said, oh, Frank, it's a sick relationship. Well, what's sick about it? What's sick about their relationship? I don't know. But I do know this. Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke, his hand-picked police chief, closed down an investigation of a serial killing, a serial killing. Also, we had Margaret Besson recently come out on WABC. She told the host overnight, Frank Morano, who does a great job, she told Frank Morano that she was called in four times by the U.S. Attorney's Office at an average session of two hours or more, and that's 75% of the conversation. 75% of the conversation, the question that she was asked by them had to do with Steve Ballone and his childhood friend, Bobby Strickoff. And the subject? The subject. This is Margaret Besson telling Frank Morano, a whole other show, a whole other station, big station, right? huge station, WABC Radio, reporting that this happened. That's how county executive, everyone. The subject had to do with the Gilgo killings, Oak Beach killings, and one sex worker, prostitute in Atlantic City that was murdered. And we don't know what the questioning was exactly. We don't know what she told them. She said she won't say. She told our own Jay Oliver, who was the first to break the story, LI News Radio, LI in the AM, Jay does a great job. He told, she told, Margaret Besson, a nurse from Northwood, told Jay Oliver that they questioned her. The U.S. attorney questioned her. They called her. She went in without an attorney. I talked to her four times. Four times. And by the way, it's true. <laughs> you, know, it's, it, it, you know, every indication that I've gotten from people that were around anywhere near that office or any other office, this occurred four times. Anyway, I don't know, you couple that, and I'm not saying, by the way, I don't know who killed anybody. I don't. I know who covered it up. You want to, you want me to repeat? Who Steve Ballone, our county executive, covered up the investigation with his handpicked police chief, Jimmy Burke, the two men got the FBI out for some bizarre reason. Some bizarre, Steve Ballone, bizarre reason. You got the FBI out. Why wouldn't you want the FBI to help you solve this mass murder? So, 
So, Steve Ballone. Let me go back to what I said earlier in our first half. Bobby Strickoff, your very, very close friend, had a complete meltdown as the DA detectives, detectives from the DA's office in Suffolk County, brought out two computers from the Babylon IDA, 47 West Main Street in Babylon, and Bobby Strickoff had a meltdown as if it was the end of the world. I don't know why. The financial stuff, and Jimmy Burke had you back. He was going to help you get through that. He was going to delay it, delay it, delay it. He was your police chief. Tremendous power in the TA's office. You aren't going to have trouble. He was worried about the pornography on his computer. Steve Ballone, talking to you, directly to you. What kind of pornography did Bobby Strickoff have on that computer that put him and you into such a panic? What type of pornography did he have? Was it legal pornography? If it was, say it was. I believe, everyone knows there was pornography on there. Every, every employee of the IDA, Industrial Development Agency, and every employee or volunteer at the Democratic Babylon Committee, they all knew the obsession that Strickoff has with pornography. What kind of pornography does he have on there that would send him to the ground screaming and crying? And by the way, why didn't he scrub his own damn computer from September 5th to the 12th? He had a week. Is he, I, I mean, is he that stupid? That if he had that kind of pornography, or what, I don't know what kind of pornography he had. You tell us, Steve Ballone. Steve Ballone, what kind of pornography did Bobby Strickoff have on that computer? If it was legal, it's fine, right? It's fine. I'm not passing judgment saying, you know, everybody, it's nobody will care if it's legal. Say it was legal. Before you think about running for governor, Clarify this. Did your childhood friend who collapsed when the DAs brought his computer out because, by all accounts, the inordinate, the word everyone uses, amount of pornography on there, that was an embarrassment. Or it wasn't just embarrassment. I'm sure there's a lot of embarrassment there. That was, I'm dead reaction that was i'm finished i'm going to prison reaction you're not going to prison for having like i said playboy or playgirl or whatever would be on there or just you know just legal of age right of age pornography steve Ballone, i'm going to ask you again what type of pornography was on that computer bobby strickoff Get your thumb out of your mouth. Get your, th get your thumb out of your mouth. What type of pornography, Bobby, did you have on that computer? Why? 
to the closest people in the world to you, consider the two of you, I'm talking to the two of you, Strickoff and Balone, why do the closest people, and think of who that is, think of who said it, you've heard it, you've both heard it before, why do they call your relationship sick, guys? I don't know. I don't know what kind of porn was on there. Guys, clarify it. What kind of pornography was on that computer? I, I'm not Jerry Falwell. I'm not judging you about pornography. I, if you had a hustler, an electronic hustler on there. If it's legal, say you had legal porn on there. Bobby Strickoff, Steve Malone, what type of pornography did you have on that computer? Bobby Strickoff's computer. Let's be clear. Guys, a lot happened on those days. For the life of me, I don't know why Bobby Strickoff, why you wouldn't have taken a week to get you had access. You were the executive director of the IDA. You had a week to clean your computers. Did it just hit you all of a sudden? Did you not think the DA was coming? Did Jimmy Burke tell you guys, don't worry about it? Don't worry, they'll never do it? The shock, the unbelievable shock that both of you broke down crying. Bobby much worse than Steve. But Steve, you were crying too. Heavily crying. Because that was your guy, you know? This is your guy. This is your best friend from childhood. You grew up on Marcy Street together in North Babylon. You've taken each other everywhere. From what I hear, you allegedly, 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 got busted together in Macy's in the South Shore Mall and Bay Shore when you both worked there. Allegedly, allegedly, Allegedly. Both of your photos were put up all over Macy's for scamming on credit cards, right? Allegedly. And you both got arrested. Youthful offender status from what we understand. And instead of going to jail or prison, I don't know how big it was, the judge let you guys go into the army. By the way, as always, we appreciate your service, guys. We appreciate that. One of you went to Hawaii, Bobby Strickoff, and one of you went to the Midwest, Steve Ballone. And I've been talking to some of the people you met over there, Bobby. You want to think about some of the people you met over there? You want to you want to think about some of the some of the controversies that happened in Hawaii? Other people got in trouble, and I don't know, somewhere around you. And anyway, we've been talking to these folks. Steve Ballone, I know less about you in the Army, but it's a hell of a lot better than jail. By the way, both of you are invited on this show anytime, and I would encourage you both to come on and tell your side of the story. You know what I'm going to ask you? I've been ask I'm asking you already. Come on the show, guys. Steve Ballone, what do you know that we don't know about the Long Island serial killing? 
Why did you want to stop this investigation? Steve Ballone, you're the county executive. You're talking about running for governor. What do you know about the investigation that happened the year before you got there? Why did you shut it down? Why didn't you and Jimmy Burke shut it down? Is it because of the quote-unquote sex parties? If that's the case, tell us that. Say, I chased the FBI out of there, me, Steve Ballone, and my hand-picked police chief, Jimmy Burke. We chased the FBI out of there because we didn't want them knowing. We didn't want them knowing about the alleged, alleged, alleged sex parties that happened allegedly, allegedly, at 58 Savannah Walk. Bobby's home, but also friends of Steve Ballone. Think about that, guys. Friends of Steve Ballone. That was purchased from Harry Feingold, convicted drug traffickers, did 10 years, right? 10 years. Unapologetic pornographer, right? He was very proud. So you want to be a porn star, was Harry's. From what I understand... From what I understand, it was shot, parts of it was shot at 58 Savannah Walk. I don't know, before or after. I think it came out in 2006, somewhere around then, two years after the May 2004 date that Bobby, for some bizarre reason, some bizarre reason, Bobby Strickoff, Steve Ballone, you know why. I don't know why. You paid $400,000 more for a house than it was worth. Did you buy a film studio? Bobby, did you buy a film studio? I don't know. It's not a rhetorical question. What kind of films did you guys make? We heard from several people now that there was talk about 58 Savannah Walk being purchased by the IDA in the town of Babylon, back when Steve was the supervisor, to make, you know, Babylon is beautiful. Films and TV commercials. Why don't you guys explain what happened? Why, why would anybody in their right mind, and Bobby, you're not, you're not a brilliant guy by any means. You're not a brilliant guy. We know that. And I'm going to tell a story next week, and it'll, I, it, will, it will solidify in anyone's head if there was anyone thinking that. But, Bobby, you're not dumb enough to pay $400,000 more for a house than it was worth. Right? What'd you get for $400,000? Film equipment? A film studio? A business? I don't know. It's, a rhetor- it's not a rhetorical question. I don't know. You tell us, guys. But he's in the middle of a sick, 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 lifelong relationship. According, this is according to others, not me. I don't know them that close or that, that much. It's just from what the people closest to them say about them. It's a sick relationship. Going back to Bobby and Bobby's intelligence. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's smart enough to latch on to Balone. But did you stop an investigation of a serial killing? 
to cover up for Bobby for something? Again, I'm not saying killing. I, I, Bobby, I hope that's not what we're talking about. But for, for sex parties, or whatever you'd call them, at Friends of Steeple, is that why you would kick the FBI out with your hand-picked police chief, Jimmy Burke? But their relationship, their relationship probably has something to do with why the FBI was kicked out of this investigation. And why there was no investigation done afterwards. And then after 10 years, we got a belt. Right? We talked about the belt, this ridiculous belt. No investigation. Is it because of this bizarre relationship that these two guys have? Now, I'll say this, and we're just about out of time here. I'm going to call him a federal employee that I've been talking to lately, former federal employee, older gentleman, and I, I know he got mad at me for saying that, but he's older. You know, I'm 54. He's 20-something years older than me. And he said to me, Frank, you have a much higher opinion of Steve Ballone than anyone who's ever investigated him in every agency has had this guy under investigation. And he pointed to Strook and Strook. And if you look on, on Ballone's financials, you'll see Strook, it's S-T-R-O-O-K and S-T-R-O-O-K. You see about $100,000 easily going there. They're defense attorneys, right? On his financials, on his uh, Friends of Steve Ballone or whatever it is now, it's uh, you know, Ballone for county executive, uh, Ballone for whatever. Uh, yeah, Strook and Strook are de defense attorneys, guys. So he is paying through his campaign account criminal attorneys. He says something else. He says they're for compliance, but these are the same folks that defended Shelly Silver before he went into prison, and I guess after he went into prison. They're top, big-time defense attorneys. They have nothing to do with compliance. They're defense attorneys. Uh, Steve Ballone openly is paying struck and struck defense attorneys. I, I, I'm sure it's over $100,000, probably well more than that, but that's what he's showing on his finances. So when you're donating money to Steve Ballone, keep in mind, he's, he's got defense bills to pay. But this man said to me, you have a much higher opinion of Steve Ballone than anybody who's ever investigated him. And I said, if you think I have a high opinion of Steve Ballone, one thing's for sure. You have never listened to my show because I don't think anybody has ever heard my show, at least these last eight weeks, would ever say that. And he said to me, this is a form, I'm going to just classify him as this, a former federal employee, very bright guy. And he said, Steve Ballone is much sicker than you think he is. That's what he said to me. He said, Steve Ballone is much sicker than you think he is. So I don't, I'm not saying that. Someone else said that. But one thing for sure is that anybody 
that's ever been close to Strickoff and Ballone that had a derogatory thing to say about their relationship. They always use the same term. Sick. It's a sick relationship. And again, let me say this to close. The people closest to those people, to Strickoff and Ballone, all say it's a sick relationship. I don't know. My question for the week and my plea to Steve Ballone, Bobby Strickoff, clarify what kind of pornography was on that computer that was taken from you, taken from the IDA, 47 West Main Street in Babylon. We know it was loaded with pornography. If it's legal pornography that was taken on September 20th, I'm sorry, December 12th from you, 2014. Just say it. Steve Ballone, man up. Say, I believe, I believe that Bobby Strickoff and the computer that was taken from him by the DA detectives, the detectives in the DA's office, on that date, possessed all legal pornography You'll be forgiven, Steve, and you can run for governor, but clarify it. Man up. Tell us there was legal pornography on there. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next week on our LISC series. Listen to us. Binge listen to anything that you've missed. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking Down. Breaking Down.